Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Welcome in on a Monday morning. If you're a college football fan and you're not happy this morning, you're probably from out of state. Maybe you root for Southern Utah. I don't know. Weber State won. Southern Utah lost. Weber State won. Utah State won. Utah won. And BYU won in most unusual and unpredictable fashion. So a whole lot of winning going on. Uh, we're going to start this weekend by letting you hear uh, all the participants get their takes, uh, tell you what they thought of this weekend. We're going to start with the Aggies, who, you know, did what they were supposed to do. They blew out Stony Brook. It's a scheduled win. It's a money game. So they got it. Now they have a bye week. Some would say two straight bye weeks to get ready for their conference opener at San Diego State. And San Diego State beat UCLA for the first time ever, and I couldn't be more pleased about that. Kyle Whittingham was right. Turnovers change games. Aztecs got two, got 10 points off the two turnovers, and won the game 23-14. So, Gary Anderson on the win over Stony Brook, and now two weeks to get ready for the conference opener. Here's the Aggies coach. Coach, you know, when you're up 34 nothing, you end up winning 62-7. to there's, there's not a lot to nitpick, but... Tell, tell you what, overall, I thought your offense was really impressive. Take us through just how good this offense was tonight, and your defense, for that matter. Yeah, the uh, you know the offense executed at a high level, and it's just great to see so many of those kids get their hands on the ball, whether it's through a handoff or uh, you know a ball pass uh, through the air, whatever it may be. And Jordan was uh, executed at a high level, and um, you know. It, there's a lot of playmakers out there, and in this offense, when you get the ball in your hands, you have to do more than just catch the ball. And uh, we did that tonight, and we you know, we done we did it last week also. So we need to continue to do that um, as we continue to grow. And you know, defensively, I was I was proud of the defense. You know, we had that one drive, and we put some of the backups in there that didn't uh, play the way we wanted to, and they obviously got the score. But after that, we bowed up and, and did a nice job. So I think we're, we're growing up on defense. This the maturity, the communication, the talk, uh, the pre-snap awareness, just even the way they take in the field as they they appear to be growing up right before our eyes, which they need to continue to do because uh, we've got some tough opponents coming as we move forward. And I, th- I thought special teams obviously contributed in a very positive way tonight. Big punt return. You know, we kicked the ball well. Uh, it was great to see a couple other punters get in there and kick the ball. And so it was, it was a well-rounded effort. Proud of the kids. And a lot of young guys will learn a lot from this tape. Yeah, Coach, you, you talked a little bit pregame about uh, third downs, and uh, you held them 5 of 17 on third down conversions while you got 10 of 14 on your own. So that was really a key tonight, and you broke a school record with 35 first downs tonight. Yeah, you know, the, the goal going in, and we talked about that earlier on the, in the pregame with you guys, was the ability to be able to convert on third downs and uh, get off the field on third downs and then win a turnover battle. And those things were so important as we went through, and I thought we handled those situations very well. It was great to see us be able to, um, you know, convert to third downs and then get off the field, and we need to continue to work on that and pride ourselves on it. You know, you talk about turnovers as being a key to the game, and uh, you guys were even tonight, but... You can't force a lot of turnovers when you keep forcing the team on three and outs. Uh, five straight three and outs to to start the game. Just how impressive is that as a defense against any opponent? Yeah, it was great. To, it was great to come out and uh, you know be on fire a little bit as a defense. And uh, we rushed the passer better tonight. And you know, I, a lot of credit goes away for us for that in that situation. The way that the, that's a good, that's a really good offensive line, a really tough scheme to rush the passer on. But we needed to get more pressure on the quarterback. I think we were able to do that tonight um, in a positive way. And you know, but to, like you said, that if you if you're communicating that well on third down, they're trying to throw the ball. You know, there's some times that uh, you know they gave us some layups with some poor throws, uh, but we also were able to make some plays. So again, we we need to keep learning, um, keep pushing ourselves to uh, get in the film room, rely on each other and count on each other, 11 strong on defense. You know, you talked about uh, this offense being so electric, co- uh, Coach, and uh, you're right, you had uh, 14 players catch balls tonight, and 
I mean, Devin Tompkins, now three touchdowns in two games. He's becoming really a special playmaker out there for you. Yeah, he is. Uh, you know, he, I don't know what he is. He's, what do you say? What's the saying? Dynamite in a bottle or what is yeah. that? I don't know. Lightning, lightning in a bottle, in whatever it is. Bottle, lightning yeah. in a bottle. Yeah, he's, he's, he's something like that. He's special. Uh, he has got juice and energy and excitement, loves the game of football, um, has high expectation level of himself. And, uh, you know, he just continued to grow. And I, I really think that, uh, you know, Coach Phillips has done a great job of helping him grow and mature into the position and understand the position, not just be a fast guy. And that comes with youth. You know, he was he's a young player and it takes time. You, as you grow to learn how to play this game at a high level week in and week out. And um, I think that Coach Phillips done a nice job of helping him continue to grow and develop and understand you know, when it's his time to make a play, it's his time. It doesn't happen all the time. When it is, when it is take advantage of it. And, you know, he did a great job of that tonight, obviously. And uh, it's always nice when we get a chance to talk about backup quarterbacks. Columbia played extremely well. And Peasley, before he went out with the injury, I thought was talking about lightning in a bottle, his ability to run the football as well. Uh, yes. Just tremendous performances from both those young men. Yep, absolutely. It's great to to get those kids some reps and you know you can practice all you want but they've had some reps a little bit in the past it's been great for them but uh you know the more the more we can get them in there in those settings those situations is great for them it was good to see them both have some success and you know talk about is, is that there's there's just so much unselfishness on this team which is awesome and those two kids are in that exact same boat they don't uh, sit there and say well man this should be my it should be my turn to go out there and take this series it's they're cheering on for each other they push each other in practice and you know a lot of credit i think that goes to those guys in the room coach sanford and and, uh, and also Jordan Love, helping them, you know, manage their time as uh, as they uh, wait to maybe hopefully one day they want to be the guy. They understand it's Jordan's show today, and they're uh, they're great kids. Hey, and maybe talk about one play. I'd love you to get your opinion on Jordan Love with the, t- the uh, touchdown pass to C.O.C. Mariner with kind of the throw back across uh, third option. C.O.C. coming across from the, the backside post. Talk about that play and that throw. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, scared when the ball went in the air. A little nervous yeah. on that one, I'm not going to lie. That thing was up there for a long time, and, you know, there was great vision. Uh, they saw each other. Obviously, they, they had some contact there, and Jordan was it. Jordan's so strong and got that ball out of there. Not a lot of guys can make that throw. Yeah. And, you know, he kind of got his foot planted in there and got underneath himself and, and let it rip and, and felt like he could fire it in there. And that just comes from a kid that's played a lot of football uh, with a tremendous uh, athlete that he is, a tremendous arm strength that he is, and, you know, he trusts his receiver to go there and go get that ball. And so it all worked out on that spot so uh you know i can't critique it top in and top out i'm not that uh, i'm not the quarterback coach but uh it worked out on that moment coming back walking the sidelines of the stadium for the first time in several years uh a great crowd tonight uh near sellout what, what were the emotions like for you uh, they were there. That's for sure. It was uh, it was special. It was uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's that's the only word. I, that's not even enough. I don't know what other word I would use than awesome. And uh, but it was a special, special moment to be back on the sidelines and be part of this great school and this this great place that we live in, Cache Valley. It's a special opportunity for myself and my family, and um, I'm grateful and I'm blessed. And I'll give you everything I got every day. I promise you that much. Hey, coach, I'm I'm curious. Uh, the bye week now. Is, is this a good time for bye week, or, or what are your thoughts on the bye week? Coming? Coming up and then getting ready for San Diego State. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's a bad spot, and uh, and I'll just say that because it is a bye week. I think that we can. There's so much we can continue to do to grow and develop as a football team, and you know that that this film will be great to evaluate. A week of practice will be great for us to get evaluated and see where we're at. And I think we all know how tough this league is this year. It's become yeah. very apparent, very very apparent in two short weeks that this league is going to be a battle. Um, you know, say somebody's going to run the table in this league. Oh boy, I don't know about that one. This is going to be a. This is going to be a real tough deal. 
feel as we roll through it. And um, that's what you want. You want a competitive league, and we got ourselves a competitive league. And uh, so we'll take the bye. You know, we'll go. We'll work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We'll uh, get him in the weight room on Friday, and then we'll uh, we'll give him Friday afternoon off and Saturday off. And coaches will hop back in here on Sunday, and away we go. So we'll use it to continue to grow and develop as a team, and just gain on momentum, gain on composure, gain on toughness. Um, all the things that we're trying to do to develop ourselves as a football team, and and just you know bond together and keep growing. Not sure if you saw a score, but San Diego State did go into the Rose Bowl and put it on Chip Kelly's crew. Uh, it was like 27-14 or something like that. So, yeah, that, that, that team rebounded nicely from last week, and, and you're going to have your hands full here in, uh, here in two weeks. There's no yeah, doubt about it. Yeah, there, there's, there's no doubt. And, you know, I watched that San Diego State game against Weber, and, um, you know, it was a good football game. Went back and forth. Obviously, we'll study this one as we go through, but uh, that's a salty defense that does a lot. Much respect for Rocky Long. I've had that respect. We've, we've battled many, many times over the years, and um, he's a tremendous coach, and I'm sure he has a tremendous coaching staff and some good players so that'll be a battle we'll look forward to it and i'm sure i'm sure they will also coach thank, can't thank you enough congratulations on the w okay guys appreciate it Congrats, Go Aggies. there's utah state coach gary anderson when we come back like the aggies the utes had a scheduled win they were supposed to win it they did win it here from kyle whittingham zach moss who ran for a couple touchdowns tyler huntley who had another good day throwing the ball and julian blackman who had another pick that's all coming up stay with us Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. So, when is a perfect game not a perfect game? Well, when you're the Padres and it's scoreless through nine and you break up the perfect game in the 10th inning. (laughs) They did that once. I think they did it to Pedro Martinez. But that's not what I'm talking about here. Perfect games. Here's what we're talking about. The Utes played the perfect game. Not because they did everything right. Because they did most things right. And they won comfortably. The game was over in the late third quarter. And just as importantly, they weren't perfect. So now Kyle Whittingham and all the coaches have something to harp on uh, to keep them on edge as they get ready for Idaho State and ultimately really get them ready for USC. Let's start with the players. Zach Moss, Tyler Huntley, Julian Blackman, and Bradley and I. Moss running for a couple touchdowns. Tyler Huntley ran for a touchdown, threw for another one. Uh, Julian Blackman. Uh, had another pick. Bradley and I had a couple of sacks, provided a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Uh, wasn't a good first half. Utes were up 21-17. Uh, they win the game 35-17. Defense pitches a shutout. Offense was pretty consistent. Here are the players on 97-5 and 1280 The Zone. This week, it's obvious what the defense gave you, but you've been pretty accurate. Uh, yeah, like, like he said, uh, the defense wasn't dropping eight. So we did what they asked them to do. We just throw the ball. Bradley, what changed for the defense in the second half? Uh, we were more, uh, we came out with a more pissed off attitude. You know, they came out, they scored on us on our first um, home game here at our own stadium, and uh, we were ticked off to do something, you know, to come out and play harder as a defense. Julian, you get your second pick of the year. I mean, obviously that, that, that offense was doing some good things, but how do, you, how do you feel that like, that helped in that second half? 
Um, you know, it was just one thing to help the offense get another touchdown because, you know, right after I got that interception, the offense went, went ahead and did what they're supposed to do, which is score. Uh, and that's what, uh, you know, that's what our plan is on defense is just, you know, get the ball back to the offense. So that was just a play where I could help them out a little bit. Tyler, how would you describe the way that you're playing right now? Uh, I'm doing everything that the offense asked of me to do, uh, just doing my job. Tyler, in preseason fall camp, you told us that you've – never been asked to do as much under center or in the huddle as you are in this offense. How does that help, you know, your adaptability and adjustment in this offense to run it? Having Coach Ludd kind of challenge you to change things up at the line of scrimmage, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, he asked a lot of me, so <clears throat> that, that, that puts more pressure on me just coming out and being ready to execute every play. Like he said, uh, I don't got a chill play in the offense. Every every time we come to the line, I'm ready to get us into a better play for the offense to execute. And um, I take good pride in that and putting us in the best best position. Zach, what was what was so difficult about this this defense that that kind of made it a little harder to kind of get some of those short yards? Uh, they fall off of blocks pretty good. Um, they uh, swarm to the ball really good. They're, they're undersized defense, so they move really quickly um, to get around our guys a little bit. Zach, can you tell me how helpful was it to get the throw game going like it was today? Does that really open things up for the run? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can pass the ball, the run game is going to be there. They're going to be able to um, back out guys and get some of back off the field. So, I mean, that's the goal every week. I mean, for the run game to help the pass game and the pass game to help the run game. So. Um, we keep continuing to do that. I, I mean, our offense would be pretty good. Bradley, what happened in that first half? It seemed like there, there wasn't a lot of pursuit of the quarterback and, and just kind of maybe honest, you know, weren't silent sound or whatever. What, what were Yeah, well, their, their offense uh, got the ball off really quick. Uh, one, one and a half, two second on average. Um, quarterback release, uh, quick releases. Uh, we just needed to get our hands up as a defensive line. Uh, we weren't doing that. Um, so at halftime, we needed to fix those things like that. And their last year, they, I think they sacked you seven times. You didn't get sacked at all today. Didn't have your center. Um, just talk about the offensive line. Uh, my O-line is playing great. And then Coach Harden is a great coach. He, he's, he, he during preparation during the week, he, he put, put them in positions that, you know what I'm saying, is, is, is positions that they, you don't see out all on a daily basis. And, um, and yeah, he just when it comes game time, it's easy for them. Thanks. Zach, the Hallandale guys all ran for a touchdown. Did that ever happen in high school game? I mean, we've all scored in one game before, so I mean, I don't think we all ran before, but I mean, it was really cool to see everybody getting in zone, um, being the first game back inside right circles. Julian, two weeks in, how would you summarize kind of the overall state of this team? You're two and zero, but I would assume there's plenty of stuff that you guys want to work on. Yeah, like you said, there's, there's still some things that we got to work on. But, you know, right now we're looking really good. The offense is looking really good. You know, they're the reason why we were in the game at halftime. And then, you know, we started making our adjustments and we, we got going. They didn't score in the second half. And then the offense just kept rolling. So I think right now we're in a good spot. There's always stuff that we can improve on. So, uh, you know, we're just excited for next week. As a defensive, Couple more for the guys. As a defensive back, what is it? How, how does it help you playing behind a defensive line that puts so much pressure on a quarterback? It makes everything easier because when they get to the quarterback in a second, 
second, it's hard for him to just kind of be comfortable. So he's always just kind of trying to get the ball out, which is the reason why I got my pick. And Josh Nurse with his great defense. You know, our defensive line is the reason why I get, well, the reason why we all get our picks, honestly. So just having them back there is, is just nice to have. Julian, was there another reason why that you didn't give up any big chunk plays in the second half as opposed to the first half? The game plan. Um, you know, they, they came out and were doing little things better than us in the first half. And then in the second half, we adjusted, like I had said. And uh, we were ready for everything that they had. And we shut everything down. So, yeah. Tyler, you seem more comfortable in the pocket. You're stepping up a little bit better and, and being able to see the, the players. I mean, how do you feel your game has progressed maybe from last year in this type of offense? Um, <clears throat> I just... I just feel like I'm mature more and just taking pride of taking every play at a time and um, just, like I said, putting our, our team, our offense in a great position every play. All right, there are the Utah players. Now here's the head coach, Kyle Winningham. Okay. Uh, took us a little longer to get control of the game than we would like, but we eventually got control there in the second half. First half was kind of back and forth. Uh, didn't play very well on defense in the first half. Gave up that 88-yard drive and a, a big ball uh, in the cover two scheme that was a touchdown. Um, and just didn't play. Didn't play our best football defensively in the first half. Offensively, however, we did. We played very well from start to finish. I thought Tyler was outstanding. Uh, did a great job throwing the football. He was accurate. Uh, we didn't turn the ball over for the second week in a row. Zero, zero turnovers. Um, special teams was much improved. Um, better. You know, we punted the ball well. Didn't really have any uh, kicks that tested us. Place kicks made all our field our extra points, but but just overall it was clean game. Special teams wise, it was dis- disappointing. We had the one hold on Covey's return. That was about a 50-yard penalty when all is said and done. But but it's a good win for us. Uh, certainly played a lot better than we did last year. Um, it was great to get home in front of our crowd, although we'd like to see that thing filled up. we got a top 15 team, and we got some empty seats that we got to get filled up. So we're hoping that uh, next week we get a, uh, a full house. But I appreciate the guys that were there today, the fans, and they did a great job supporting us. And they were loud, so it was, uh, it was a good home field advantage for us. The muscle was great as well. But, uh, you know, we move on. Got our last of the non-conference games next week, Idaho State coming to town. And that will be where all our focus and concentration is. And and uh, it appears that we came out of this game relatively healthy. We got some some guys a little bit banged up, but I don't think anything serious. And uh, so we move forward. Questions? Kyle, it's two weeks in a row that Tyler hasn't been sacked. And his obviously his grasp of the offense is, is very doing well right now. How would you kind of grade where he is as a quarterback? I think Tyler's playing outstanding. And you mentioned he's not been sacked in two weeks. That's that's a credit to him uh, for his, you know, his, his presence in the pocket. He does a good job getting out of trouble, but he hasn't been in much trouble. I mean, there's the offensive line has done a nice job protecting him, and uh, you know he's made great decisions. And the offensive line, pass pro wise, like you said, is very good. Now we had we allowed some run throughs on some run blitzes. There was too many guys in the backfield this afternoon. We got to pick up those run throughs. But uh, other than that, for a offensive line that you know three new starters and haven't played together very much. I think they're doing a nice job. There'll be bigger tests on the horizon, no doubt about that. You gave up just 59 total yards in the second half, I believe. What was the biggest adjustment on defense? No real adjustments, just playing better. You know, we just uh, made more plays in the back end, had the one nice interception by Julian, just played tighter coverage, did a better job getting to the quarterback. Uh, more gap sound against the run. I think they're only 60 or 70 yards rushing, which is where we like to be. You know, if we can turn a team one-dimensional, then we, we got them. And so if we force them to throw, then that really plays into our, our, our favor, our hands. 
What did NIU do well, uh, especially in the trenches, that kind of stopped you from being able to run the ball as effectively? Well, they had a lot of linebacker run-throughs, like I said, run blitzes, you know, designed run blitz where you run through gaps and and not necessarily, you know, there's two ways to blitz. You blitz for pass rush or you blitz for, for run defense. And, and their run blitzes, they, they were very good at, and we did a, a poor job picking them up. you got to keep your head and eyes up and be ready to come off those combinations and pick up the backers that are coming through. But uh, they had a good scheme. They, I thought their first couple drive, well, first drive were three and out, but the second drive, they put together a really nice drive, and, and we couldn't stop them. Uh, but after that, we started to get control, and, and uh, like I said, in the second half, it was, it was all Utah. Orlando play, and did you have to do some juggling on the offensive line today? No, Orlando did not play. Uh, Johnny Maia did not play. Uh, Lucky Fotu did not play. So we have some guys that uh, we need to get them completely healthy. How big of a challenge was it on the offensive line to have a couple starters out there? Yeah, well, like I said, when you got you know three new ones anyways and then to lose those guys on Orlando being one of your your uh, your stalwarts uh, that was a good job it was a good showing by those guys I think we rushed for nearly 200 yards again so so uh, it was uh, a lot of production out of that front three sacks for Bradley and I today but he's on how much of a game changer yeah he's a force Bradley and I is a force off the edge uh, he's got a, a great uh, motor he's got a great get off you know, he had a chop rip sack there. It was outstanding. I mean, he's a he's one of the best pass rushers in the Pac-12, maybe the best, and one of the top in the nation. So we're we're uh, we're glad he's on our side. How has he improved over? Bradley's just refined his game. He was a little bit of a loose cannon when he when he first got here, as far as assignments and a little bit undisciplined. But he's really started to play within the framework of the defense, not take quite as many chances. You don't want to say don't take any chances because because uh, that's not his game. But he takes his risks are more calculated risks now, and he does a better job of making good decisions and not uh, losing contain or, or losing the gap, those type of things. Now that you've had a game before noon, do you still kind of feel like that that's a good strategy moving forward? Well, I, don't, I like it. I don't know about the strategy of it, but I love it. You know, if they let us play every week at 11, we'd take it. I don't know, maybe that was why there were some empty seats, because they were to kick. I don't know. But but I know we like it from a player and coaching standpoint. Was there a more of a conscious effort to make the offense a little more balanced than run heavy? Well, yeah, but it also, like we talked about prior, you got to – you know, whatever the defense is, is given, you know, that, a lot of what you do offensively would be dictated by how they're playing you. And so this week it was more, uh, you know, it was very few drop eight situations and, and you know, it was just a different scheme. And so uh, that lended itself to, you know, throwing the ball a little bit more and, and uh, we got good production. I think we're, you know, just over 400 yards and right around 200 rushing, 200 throwing, which is good. Not great, good. You know, we can get better. The Hollandale One more for Coach. The Hollandale Trio also. Take charge. I like that. <laughs> They all scored rushing touchdowns in that first half. What does that mean to have those three guys just, I mean, the center of that offense? Yeah, those three guys are, are terrific. Um, they've been just great teammates and team players since they got here from day one. Um, they're, they're disciplined. They're talented. They work hard. I mean, I can't say enough good things about those guys. They're all graduating this December. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, they've done everything we hope they would and more since they've been here. There's Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham after the win over Northern Illinois. They've got a 215 game with Idaho State next week. And then conference play in USC, finally. All right, DJ and PK brought to you in part by Verizon. Verizon customers, if you were recently notified that some of your telecommunication services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks, Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They have a full range of services. Call today. 
385-420-8221. That number again, 385-420-8221, Syringa Networks. Coming up, we'll hear from the Cougars after the dramatic win at Tennessee. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. So BYU gets it done in double overtime. They beat Tennessee. So dramatic. I want to take you back to the third quarter, though. Huge, huge play in this game. BYU's down 13-3. Tennessee's throwing the ball really well. Kavika Fanua gets an interception. There were three white jerseys. Uh, there was one Tennessee receiver. The ball should not have been thrown. Uh, the, the BYU defense was converging, and that pass was not going to get through. And it turned out Fanua was the guy who grabbed it and a good return down inside the 20. And from there, the short field got BYU a touchdown, made it 13-10, got him back in the game. Here's Kavika Fanua, who made a really big play. Because also after that, I thought Tennessee's passing game went in the dumper after that. Just they, they didn't do a thing. and They been pretty effective throwing the ball in the first half. Here's Kavika Fanua. The interception you had, what did you see? What... Uh, just... Did my keys, what the coaches asked, and uh, just read the QB, looked where he was throwing, and I just happened to be there, so and just happened to get the pick. So, was it nice to have that after what happened earlier with the tip ball? Yeah, I was a little frustrated on that. That I should have, I should have had that one too, but unfortunately that didn't happen. But it was same, same type of uh, keys and watching the quarterback. So, you're a guy who's been injured a lot. Does this win have any added significance now that you've had a pre-major goal in it? Um, yeah, getting hurt sucks. Um, just getting back up and and keep on going hard. Like Injuries happen, but it's all in the heart, really. So. What were your thoughts on this? Dude, I was just—I was hoping we would, wouldn't run on the field too early. I was like, "Hey, everybody, get off!" And then they scored, so I was like, "I was happy for it." Talk about the overall defensive performance because they were running the ball really successfully, but there in the last five minutes of the game, and then you know in the overtime periods, you were able, i mean, they got the one touchdown in the overtime, but I mean, it just felt like the defense really swung the momentum. Yeah, I feel like we really uh, keyed on everything that they were doing successful and what, what we were um, doing bad in. And we really um, listened to the coaches, what they said on halftime. And then towards the end, we really stuck it to them. And we all really came as a team and uh, as a defense and offense to stop them. So, Anything else? The pick was arguably the turning point of the game um, for BYU. What does it feel like to help catalyze this BYU victory in this first ever visit to Nayland Stadium in Knoxville? Um, it feels good. Um, really, it's just, it's just hits hard that um, anyone can make plays. And it just happened to be me, but um, it, could be, it could have been any one of, the, of our defenders. And I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And um, I feel like that wasn't really the game changer, but it's just I, I really am um, happy for the offense, too, and, and switching their, 
their game plan and get, being successful. So. All right, there's Kavika Fanua who made a big play. Here's another guy who made a big play. Micah Simon. <laughs> Holy cow. Micah Simon hauling in that long pass in the final 20 seconds to set BYU up in field goal position. Micah, on that pass, what happened? Uh, yeah, um, basically just four verts, you know, uh, third and long. We needed to get something down the field. Um, I was on the same side with uh, Bushman. And he's a really great tight end, so a lot of eyes, a lot of a lot of guys on their defense were looking at him, and I think they just kind of had a miss mislapse in coverage, and uh, I got behind the guys, and Zach made a great pass. Did that play call have a specific name at all, or anything like that? No, nah, something we we've been working all all year, and uh, just just happened at the right time for us. Did you, uh, did you know the clock was ticking down? Maybe if you tried to score, would have. Take us through that. Yeah, so uh, I thought I was fast enough to just go score, but uh, they had some great athletes on their side of the ball that that, that tracked me down. Um, while I was running, I, I peeked up really, really quickly to look at the look at the time, and then uh, I looked behind me, and there was a guy pretty close on me. So I just wanted to secure the ball, and then uh, just give 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 Jake the make a chance to to tie tie it up and take us into overtime. So. Once I once I saw there were still you know five five seconds left, I knew that we were in a good uh, good position to spike the ball and then get a uh, get the uh, get the field goal team out there. Is this the type of breakout performance you've expected from yourself for some time now? Uh, you know, I, I always you know think think the best of myself and want to to do any and everything to to help this team win. So you know, I I don't I don't go into games thinking like okay, this is my breakout moment or this is. This is my time. You know, I, I just go out there and execute the plays that are called. And, you know, if the ball comes to me, you know, it's my job to make the catch. And, um, you know, I was, I was able to do that today. And and uh, got great coaches and, and great teammates around me that have always believed in me, even in my, my struggles or my ups and downs in the past few years. And they've... Uh, they've always they've always had my back and uh that's that's the type of support that uh that i love and that that this team has with one another in that last series before the end of regulation what was zach saying to you guys and the rest of the offense in the huddle before you guys got started well we 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 took us back to to practice in fall camp that was player ran and uh I remember when we had the player in practice, we were just making a schedule about what we were going to do, and one of the periods we wanted was a two-minute period, and we we thought about the hardest situations that we've been in before. So we, we picked four situations, and they were all from games last season, and they were really difficult, you know, having to drive 75 yards with only, you know, a timeout. So we felt that, you know, the, the stress we put ourselves under in fall camp was able to prepare us for this moment and to always just keep fighting until the end and knowing how to operate and knowing how to execute under pressure. Last week's uh, post-game press conference was pretty much the whole How do you guys springboard using that to get this win and just continue building on that? Yeah, I, you know, I immediately after this game, I, you know, just was talking to guys around me, and that's kind of something we brought up was that last week, you know, we coming off a hard loss like that, we, we put so much time and effort in it, you know, over the offseason, over the summer, and it, it, you know, it was really heartbreaking to, to lose like that. But, you know, like I, like I said, we, have 11, we still had 11 games to play, and we were going to come out and 
and just learn from it and continue battling. And that's that's what we did, you know, this week during practice. And the the attention to detail was was fantastic. And these these guys on this team, man, they they want it so bad. And it's 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 a sight to see during practice when what the focus and the and the energy level. What did you think of all the, the fans uh, in, in the 10th BYU fans and they sound like they were kind of taken over in the overtime? How what was that like? Best fan base in the country, man. You know, every every game's a home game. You know, people say it all the time, but it's it's true. You know, we I was on the bus just, you know, looking at my phone on the way here for the last last couple minutes and uh, I was already seeing things on Twitter and Instagram about a lot of BYU fans tailgating and that was just kind of crazy to me to see so many so many fans already out tailgating and then once we got into the stadium they were already there and uh, that's the type of support that we love and uh, we appreciate Cougar Nation. Uh, it just gives us a lot of confidence, um, a lot of momentum to continue into uh, continue to the next week. You know, it's it's one week at a time, one game at a time. So we're gonna enjoy it to you know tonight, this weekend, and then uh, Monday it's on the USC. There's BYU's Micah Simon. Now here's the quarterback who threw it, Zach Wilson. Take us through the pass to Micah. What did you see? Man, it was one of those plays that, like like he said, odds odds were against us and. You know, it was one of those things that, you know, all your reads, all your decision-making of what coverage they're in kind of all goes out the window. It's kind of like, you know what, where can I extend a play? I just I just remember seeing everybody dropping and bailing and <clears throat> safety to my left started, started uh, or safety down the middle to my right to the boundary started taking off to the field. And I remember thinking, okay, I got a one-on-one matchup with Micah. It's the boundary. Um, you know, sometimes the corner starts to fall off and, and, and right as I had looked over there, I saw the corner uh, start to let, let Micah go about 10 to 15 yards down the field. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, what is that dude doing? Why is he, why is he just letting him go? Like, someone has to be on the top. And, you know, so I tried to, I threw it out there, and Micah made a heck of a catch and made a good move on that guy. We got down there, and, you know, I'm so proud of the, the old line in that, that tough cir- circumstance and the wide receivers to, to be able to, you know, focus up on uh, – when, when, when times are critical like that, I mean, so much is going on in your head and trying to pay attention to the clock or, you know, we had no timeouts and I just got tackled in bounds and we're trying to get set quick and, you know, you really got to make a call at the line fast. And so I'm proud of those guys for just, you know, sitting in there and, and just and just focusing up on, on what we had going on. Is there any part of you wondering, okay, Mike, you get down? No, I hadn't. It, it, honestly, I mean, I from where I was standing, I was like, shoot, he looks like he's going to score. I couldn't see if anyone was around him. I figured when he cut back that um, – that someone probably was going to get there, but Mike is a fast dude, and so I was I was pumped how far down the field he got. I remember looking at the clock and thinking, okay, we got a little bit of time, and so we got to go down there, we got to clock it, we got to you know get the field goal going, and so um, I thought we had a pretty good job of uh, situational awareness right there, and I'm just glad like we made a play, man, in, in a tough circumstance where a play honestly shouldn't be made. Any other questions for Zach? Touchdown. <laughs> Huge man, huge man. I mean, you know, based on numbers wise, I probably should have thrown the ball, but uh, you know, looking at it, I was like, you know what? We got the momentum on our side. This dude's running the ball hard. The old line's, you know, creating a good push, and so I was like, you know what? We 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 got down here with a good little trick play, first play, and Tyson made a guy miss on the second one, and so I was like, you know what? Let's give it to him, see what he can do, and and we had we just had a good push, man. He stayed on his feet. He was working through making making guys miss tackles, and the old line was just right there, keeping them up and pushing them all the way through. I was just so happy to see that. Is it true RPO when I play them? Yeah. Call RPO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
does it say about this team to bounce back from last week's tough loss and to win here on the road? Yeah, it was huge, man. Um, you know, I wish we could have just figured it out earlier. I know uh, we had a lot of stalled drives, stuff like that. You know, that always goes back. But, you know, a win's a win. I'm happy uh, we got that done. Um, I think that's huge that we were able to bounce back. I think it was just that, that, that fighting through adversity there at the end. I know a lot of guys were, weren't going to quit, man. I mean, um, heading into that, that last two-minute drive, I remember sitting there and guys were smiling on the sideline. I was smiling, and I'm just like, you know what, shoot, why be nervous? Let's just go do it, man. Like, we got nothing to lose. Like, let's just go figure it out. And so, you know, I'm so happy those guys just had that fight all the way down to the last second. I've asked the other guys this. Now it's really in the second game, but what can win like this do for this team? Yeah, I mean, it gives us that confidence. And, you know, even though I think we should have done better on offense at times and moved the ball well, had some critical things that stopped us on third downs, I think it just gives us that confidence that, we, you know, we can be a really good team and we have a lot of potential. It's still cleaning up those little things, man. So, um, you know, we have that confidence going into this next week. We're excited for USC. Hey, well, last question for him. And then I'm going to have one defensive because player. You guys needed their help because the offense was struggling at times. So yeah, it was huge, man. I mean, they were battling all the way to the end. Um, they were out there. I'm sure they were tired. There was a lot of long drives, and um, Tennessee was chipping away. And um, those guys just kept battling, man. I mean, especially in the, that second overtime when they held them to a field goal. I just knew. I was like, you know what? That's all we needed right there was to hold them to a field goal. Like we're gonna we're gonna get the ball in the end zone right here. And so, um, you know, I'm so happy those guys just kept fighting it. There's BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. Now here's a guy who kicked the field goal to tie the game and barely squeaked it in. Jake Oldroyd. Jake, you've been there before. You walk out on the field, and it's kind of up to you. Game's in your hand, you know, on, you know, coming up with your left on, depending on your leg, what's that moment like? Definitely brings back some familiar feelings from you know a couple of years ago, but I love it. That's what I live for. So happy to be able to be in that position, and you know, for the trust of my teammates and coaches to have faith in me to to you know allow me to have that opportunity, and just really grateful for the way that everyone else executed to help me you know have an easy job. Kickers have to have a sense of confidence when they go out to kick. Where does that come from for you? Um, for, for me, I think it just comes from, from my preparation. That's the biggest source of confidence that I have. Um, and <clears throat> just trusting in all of the work that I've put in over the last year, the last um, you know, couple years since I've been here, all of that leads up to moments like this. And I know that I can trust myself to, to execute when it matters most because of that preparation. On that kick, that field goal, last field goal you made, what did you see? I think a lot of people were wondering if that thing's going to sneak inside. I, I, didn't, I didn't doubt it. I knew it was inside. Okay. Didn't think twice. What can, I know, from your perspective, what can this win do for a team for the first time? Gives us a lot of momentum, I think. And we finally got an outcome that we, we deserve. Um, obviously, there are things we can improve going forward to next week, but it, it does give us a lot of momentum and excitement going into you know another home game. Um, and I'm excited. We're all excited for where uh, that momentum is going to take us. All right, there are the BYU players. Now here's the head coach, Kalani Sataki. Great game, obviously. Happy about the outcome. Um, Tennessee did some really good things. I think we just had some plays go our way and and uh, made some breaks and, and were able to come out victorious and had uh, a couple more plays than when they did. So um, thankful that it took all you know all uh, all three phases to make this work and uh, just proud of our guys and how resilient they were in this game. So I'll take any questions you guys have for me. What did you see on Simon's pass? Well, I think it was it might have been a broken coverage or because uh, you know we protected for quite a while and and. Um, 
I know just uh, they, they really did a good job of taking away a lot of the deep throws um, throughout the game. And uh, I think Zach just was able to make a throw and trust that Michael would be there. And I think it worked out, you know. Um, I'm just glad that they tackled us as early as they did so we can kick the field goal and, and uh, get this game into overtime. So I don't know if, uh, how close he was to scoring the entire thing, but uh, just glad that we were able to get that play done. I like watching Jake come out there. It's been really solid for you all season, but that's a big kick in a pressure environment, everybody going crazy. Yeah, just, just he's been in that situation before, but he's, he's so mentally strong. It's, um, you know, I, I think that just we trusted him to be on the field, and there's a time that we could have gone for uh, gone for it. We're close in the red zone or so, and on the other side, of the, um, you know, we're on the other side of the, of the 50, and we just felt like if we kicked the field goal, that would get us closer, and, and depending on how we can, if we can stop them on a four-minute situation when they're trying to grind the clock, um, we knew that we'd have to call on him again to make a field goal. Well, I mean, it, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, great. They're going to review this and say that it's not a touchdown. But then I saw the refs running off, so, and they told us that it's going to be confirmed. And I was just proud of those guys. I, I think that was a great way to end the game, have Tyson. Um, you know, he's been, he came from the SEC, and and uh, he's been here before. And, and so I think it was just nice to have him do that with the O-line. I, it looked like a big old scrum play, you know, from, uh, from the offense. And uh, I thought that was uh, pretty aggressive for our offense to call the reverse you know early and on that on that overtime drive and but uh I just like the fact that our guys executed well I think the key for us was taking care of the football you know and and, um we had some mishaps I think the crowd noise got to us and we were able to practice with the noise in 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 our indoor but it wasn't anything like what we could what you get out here in Neyland I mean it was it's just a different feel and you couldn't hear anything and so they were able to with the crowd able to um you know, have an effect on us. Luckily, we were able to jump on the ball. But other than that, I think we, we were able to rally back and kind of settle down a little bit and then um, execute some plays. I mean, you have to give them a lot of credit. I thought their defensive game plan was really smart and they were aggressive in some points and they, they, uh, you know, they were uh, able to run the ball on offense and something that we have to be able to control. But, um, you know, we, we were, our run fits weren't, fit, weren't doing well and they're making some good blocks on us too. But I think we made it a little easier on them. But, um, and then the running back broke some tackles, and that was, that was it's just hard to play, um, you know, to play error-free against these guys with the athleticism and the size that they have, and uh, I just, I think we're fortunate to come out with the win. What was the message to Zach to do what he did after not a real great regulation? What, what was that? What enabled Zach to kind of get it together there you know, I think it got a little quiet for him. I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't as, um, you know, we, I think he was able to settle down a little bit. And, and um, I don't know, it just, it just seemed like he was a little bit more under control and more poised, you know. And uh, I think it could just trouble. I think I think for him, just trusting the line to block for him. Um, it's hard when, when they're coming at you. They had some really good um, pressure packages, too. So, um, but uh, I just, I'm just thankful that we were able to keep him balanced and run the ball a little bit. We didn't run the ball very well in the first half. In the second half, we established some type of run game to keep them guessing a little bit, and, and, and uh, so they weren't just focused on just coming after us in a pass rush or a blitz package. For how well they ran the ball, Coach, it seemed like late in the game things clicked or something. What was the difference there with the, with the front seven or eight that you guys were able to penetrate the offensive line and, and meet those guys at the line or behind the line? Well, I mean, we, we used a bunch of different guys to keep fresh, you know, and um, I think – uh, 
they were able to really grind us in the run game and block us. And, and it wasn't just the tight ends and the old line. The, the receivers are doing a good job of blocking on the line of scrimmage. Um, and they did a lot of things to, to keep us, um, you know, off balance. I thought they were able to uh, use some of the, the quick pass game. Um, it was it got to the point where we felt like we were just going to make it really hard on them to score. And, and defensively, I just thought our guys played really well. It wasn't like we were being over aggressive. We are just making them earn everything, you know. And, um, Looking at, at what we did on, on the defensive side, I'm glad we were to get the stops and uh, our guys just keep playing, man. And I, I consider those stops as, as a turnovers. You know, it was frustrating after the first touchdown because, like, man, we fourth down, we tipped the pass and they caught it. Um, but you know, we had a good talk with Kavika. He was right there in, in this position. And he got the pick in the second half. So uh, we just keep plugging away and and, um, and stay positive and. In, in the overtime period, our guys are having fun, man. Our guys are smiling and having a good time and enjoying the game, and that's what it's all about. All right, there are the BYU Cougars after a wild win at Tennessee. Now they get a better team at home. USC, who looked really good beating Stanford. We'll get to that next. What is trending on the way? It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.